This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, Sal and Matt here. It's always game day in Buffalo. So Marcel Louis Jacques, who covers the Dolphins now, was it's, he was with the covering the Bills for ESPN and ESPN NFL Nation. Good friend of ours, obviously does a great job. He was on our station WGR on Wednesday morning. He said something really interesting. He said, "You know, if you go back to the 2019 Bills against the Patriots and how Josh, you know, had that awful game in the early in the season, but they still almost pulled off the game, even though Josh, you know, went." went out of the game. It came down to the last drive and then they go down there in prime time and the bills are right there at the end of the game. And you know, they didn't win, but they felt like we're in these games. Like we're getting confidence. And of course, 2020, the, the, the script flipped when the mm-hmm. bills started winning against the dolphins. He's he compared that to what the dolphins did kind of last year against the bills or last couple of years where they've been in games. He said, he goes, I know it, the score doesn't indicate it, but they played better than people think they stayed in these games. They were actually closer. And he said that, growing confidence for Miami from the last couple of years and how they played the bills is kind of in line with what the bills did with the Patriots. And that's why he thinks there's a confidence in Miami with their fans and even their team that maybe they're ready to challenge the bills here. What do you think about that? I think that's a very fair comparison because I think back to the game last year, the second game, the one that was in orchard park, and it was a lot closer than the score indicates like Marcel mentioned. And like you had just mentioned the Bills scored late in that game to kind of put the dolphins away, but Miami was hanging around like late in the third quarter, early in the fourth quarter. And it was kind of like, why are the bills not blowing out this team? Because I think at that point they had still been on that losing streak where they just kept losing consecutive games until after they kind of turned it around and went on that run at the end of the season where they ultimately ended up almost making the playoffs. I think Miami's good. I don't think Miami is a Super Bowl contender, but I certainly think Miami is a playoff contender. And that's kind of how I felt about the Bills in 2019. I was like, the Bills are a good team. They're not going to win the Super Bowl, but I think they're a playoff team and I think they could win a game or two 
in the playoffs. And I kind of feel the same way about the dolphins. I don't know if it's recency bias. I don't know if it's that Tua just had a game where he threw six touchdowns. I don't think Tua is going to be a superstar in this league, but I think he's going to be a good quarterback in this league. I think Miami will be the bills toughest game by a pretty wide margin up to this point in the season. And I know that's comparing it to the team that won the Super Bowl last year, the Titans who were the one seed in the AFC and now the dolphins. I don't like that. The bills have to go against a team that has this much confidence, this much swagger. Like I think going into the Rams game, one of the biggest reasons why I thought the bills were going to win because they were playing with house money. It was just like, there's really no risk here. You're going into their stage. They're raising the banner. You've got the new shiny toy in Von Miller. If you lose a game, whatever it's against an NFC team. You saw that doesn't really matter last year because you lost to the Steelers and the still and the season was still fine. After that, this one, I think there's a little bit of added pressure knowing that the dolphins are kind of the young up and coming team. I think it means much more for the dolphins than it does for the bills, but I still think it means a lot for Buffalo. Yeah. I like that. I think that. So here's the only issue I have with the comparison. When I'm listening to Marcel, I'm like, that really makes sense. Except for one thing. The Patriots were clearly on a decline in 2019 and 2020. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. And it, the bills are not Matt. The bills are not on a decline. They're not Miami's not ascending where the bills are coming down. Like the bills were ascending in Miami and the Patriots were coming down. But I do agree with from the Miami perspective, what Marcel's saying that like the growing confidence of we've been with this team, like we've hung with this team. Yeah. You go back even, I'll even go back to remember when, Fitz was the quarterback and it was like, okay, this team is horrible to tank for two a year. Yeah. They, they were down at the one yard line, ready to go up two scores on the bills late in the game. And then Travis white had that interception. Yeah. Fitz threw a pick. Right. Remember that? Mm -hmm. Like that also happened. Like this goes back a few years and of course, everything's different. You have a different coaching staff in Miami, but you also have different players and better players now too. than you did then, but that's the only like compare part of the comparison. I don't agree with, which is the bills are not declining. But I do think this is going to be a much tougher game for them than, like you said, maybe the previous two for all those reasons. You you normally, by the way, I think Miami is maybe the worst, one of the worst home field advantages in the league. Yeah, it's not uh, good. The, the, yeah, the, the the fans don't really show up in droves, especially when the team is, you know, middling. It's super hot. They stay away a little bit. But they're going to be rocking this game. They're, they're just going to be Miami fans. It's going to be a loud stadium. There will be a lot of Bills fans. But I do know that when these two teams are both good, they can be, I will say it, Miami fans can be fair weather. They'll come out there and they'll support their team because they're playing the Buffalo Bills in an early game when their team is 2-0. and So I do think from that perspective, it's right. Now, the other thing is, we can get into matchups here in a second. We will. We are we are talking to you here. We're, we are recording this on Wednesday. We don't know the injury situation. Yeah. I think, I mean, that's got to be a big storyline, a big part of what, how things unfold and what could happen on Sunday. I don't a hundred percent. I don't think teams deal with injuries all the time. The way the bills are currently dealing with injuries is pretty unprecedented compared to what they've had the last few years. It's almost like what Baltimore was dealing with last week when they played against the dolphins and they had so many guys out in their secondary. We don't know. I mean, there's a lot of question marks. Let's focus. They're mostly on the defensive side of the ball. We know they don't have Tredavious white. Okay. We knew that going into the season when they put him on the pup list, you could make the argument that he's their best player on defense when he's healthy. If he's not their best, he's in their top three. He's a lockdown corner in the NFL. That's somebody you'd really like to have. Dane Jackson was taken to the hospital in an ambulance. Not that long ago. 
We have no idea what his status is at this point. Who cares about football? Just thank God that he's okay. And he was released from the hospital. We also found out on Tuesday that Micah Hyde was taken to the hospital to have his neck evaluated. That has been something that has lingered for Micah Hyde, these neck injuries over the course of the summer. We don't know what his status will be. And then you go to guys like, okay, Tim Settle, Ed Oliver, those guys on the line who you really, really like. Oh, by the way, Matt Milano, Jordan Phillips. Like we just said, six guys who are starters in some capacity on the Bills defense. And we don't know if they'll either play play or if they will play what kind of impacts they will be able to have. So I think going into this game, the dolphins might be catching the bills at the perfect time to try and finally end this losing streak that they're on against the bills. I don't think that that means the bills don't have a chance in this game at all. I think the bills should still win, but I think the playing field has been leveled quite a bit because of the injuries. No doubt about that. And if they have to roll out two rookie corners, you know, to start now, they played well, they played Christian Benford was fantastic. I thought, you know, against the Tennessee Titans when he was called upon to, you know, make a couple tackles here and there. And Kyrie Elam has been very good, by the way, I would say it's kind of unfair to Kyrie Elam that Christian Benford has played so well, because there's this perception of well, a first round pick. He can't even beat out a sixth rounder, but that sixth rounder has played kind of like a first round pick, right? I mean, yeah. Christian Benford has been that good. So there there's going to be, uh, there's going to be a big challenge on their plate. There's no doubt. Let me ask you, what did you think of the dolphins coming into this year? Same thing that I, I honestly, I thought that they were going to be a wild card team. So yeah. one of the guys that I golf with pretty frequently, um, he's like, I think I mentioned him on a podcast a couple of weeks ago. He's a cousin, an Italian cousin who isn't actually at all related to me. And he's yep. a huge, yep. Dolph- he's a huge dolphins fan. So all summer he's talking about how good the dolphins are going to be, how good the dolphins are going to be. And, and I think I've said to him like a thousand times, I was like, listen, I think the bills and the dolphins split this year. I don't know why that's just my feeling because it is super hard to sweep your division every single year. Even when the Patriots were great, the Dolphins were the team that kind of always gave them a little bit of a headache. Like if we're talking about at the end of the season, after everything has happened, who knows how it ends And the bills had a five and one record in their division. I think most people would be like, all right, that's fine. Like, that that we we would sign up for that. Like obviously you want six and zero, oh, but if it's five and one, and I think that they're significantly ahead of the Patriots and of the Jets, even though the Jets are trending in the right direction. So I think going into the season, I thought they were a wild card team. Now two weeks in, not trying to you know get too crazy. I think there may be a wild card team that has the potential to win a game or two in the playoffs. I don't think they're a contender. But I think they're a team that definitely should make the playoffs. I still want to see more. I think two weeks in, of course, they have these dynamic plays. They're explosive. I think sometimes it just takes a couple of weeks, get them on film a little bit. How are they using Tyreek? How are they using Jalen Waddle? Um, what is what is Tua doing? A lot of times we've seen that. Like I, I really believe that every year we get proven this in some way, shape, or form by some team. The first month of the season, there are teams that you're like blown away by. And then they're like, okay, well, they weren't really that good. And then there's always teams that are struggling and you're like, you know what? They just, they found their way. They knew what they were doing. I want to see a little bit more. My biggest question coming into the year, like a lot of people was Tua, but also Mike McDaniel as a first time head coach. Now so far, so good. He's done a good job. Mm -hmm. But anytime you go from being a coordinator and um, he was never even a play caller, but anytime you go from being a coordinator to a head coach, there's always that, does he have what it takes to be that CEO, be that leader? Things are going to go wrong during the season. It is a long season, especially if you have big personalities in your locker room and things you have to deal with. The other part of this is 
they did give up a lot of points to the Ravens. They did. And I I mean, they have a talented defense, but it's not the bills defense and they're not super deep. And I I think they're going to have trouble slowing down the bills, but Matt, if if they want to get in a track meet, I think the bills are perfectly willing and capable of doing that. Yeah. And I, and I think with the injuries, I almost feel like that's how the bills have to win this game because I do think Miami is going to put up some points. I think they're going to score, you know, the bills have allowed in two games, 17 total points to mm-hmm. the Rams and to the Titans. I would bet that the tight or excuse me, the dolphins put up more than 17 points in this game. I, I think that they might put up in the high twenties or maybe even in the low thirties. I think the bills are obviously very capable of doing that as well. I just don't like for the bills sake that they kind of are pigeonholing themselves or they might have to pigeonhole themselves into playing that type of game. I think the reason the bills are so good, the reason they are a legit Super Bowl contender is that they can do both. And sometimes you need to lean on one or the other. Sometimes it's got to be a defensive, just juggernaut performance where you squeak out a win in a low scoring game. And other times you got to be able to go on that track meet and just beat the team. Even though, you know, they're going to score 30 points, 35 points, kind of like the playoff game last year against the chiefs. So I don't think that the bills like there's a reason they're five and a half point favorites right now. If you look at all of the different betting lines, some places have them at four and a half. Most places have them at five and a half. The line has actually moved a little bit. That's as of Wednesday, that line though reads to me like people are begging you to bet the bills, begging you to bet the bills. I mean, they've just won by 34 points against the one seed in the AFC and Vegas always wins. We talk about that. Vegas always wins. And then this is my last thing with the dolphins before we kind of get matchup specific, what teams in the AFC right now, do you think are better than Miami? Cause I think it's at least for me, it's the bills. Like we're taking this week out of it. Just big picture, mm-hmm. the bills, the chiefs, the chargers, I would say I still think the Ravens are better than them, even though I know what happened the other day. But after that, I start to like think the Dolphins are right there in that kind of like five, six range. Maybe the Raiders, but I'm not sold on Denver at all. I don't think any teams in the AFC South are good. I don't I don't think the Patriots are good. I don't think the Steelers are good just because of the quarterback situation. I think the Bengals, I mean, they lost to Cooper rush and the Cowboys. Like, I, I don't think they're that good. I think their offensive line is just a mess. Um, I think by the end of the year, the Bengals are better than the dolphins, but I think it's an argument to make right now that the dolphins are better. And you're right. The offensive line is a mess. It's certainly not like mm-hmm. I mean, it might not be. Yeah. I, I still like their team on paper better. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No, I, and that's the thing. I think, I am a little bit more concerned about the matchup from the bill standpoint now than I would have been if you talked to me before the season. But I think a lot of that is because of the injuries the bills are dealing with and not because of anything the bills have done wrong. And I still think that they are going to win this game. I'm going to have a hard time picking against the bills when Josh Allen has been so lights out against Miami in his career. But I think it's going to be a lot, lot tougher of a matchup than I think maybe some Bills fans think it's going to be. All right, well, let's get into those matchups.